Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy. Most cheating is emotional. It, it it most of it's like you know hiding DMs. Maybe there's a girl that makes you feel a little better than your partner. It always starts emotional, and it's funny that you said that um, that we shared this video because um, one of my good friends even told me him and his wife they don't talk to the opposite sex. It's a rule that they have in their marriage. And I think that's a good rule. And I've learned. I mean, I've learned a lot through our conversations yeah. through doing this. And a realization that, you know, having a male as a friend is never going to work because someone is going to like someone and there's going to be something there that if then if if you're both not prepared Mm. to be together, then one's going to get hurt emotionally. Yeah. And it's and it's interesting because when he told me that, I said, how did you come about making that conclusion? He said, we've both been cheated on in the past. We want to protect our marriage, like their relationship, because they were cheated on in a marriage. Wow. And and he told me, and he said, yeah, my wife doesn't talk to other men. She doesn't go to coffee, tea, any of that stuff with other men. And I don't talk to um, other women. I don't. And he's like, it's the best thing to ever happen to our marriage. They did it right from the start. That's amazing. That's really cool. Because you see some people will say, I want to keep my guy friends. I want to keep my girlfriends. Why would you want to have something that might hinder the relationship? Let's be honest. Again, if we're going to talk about it right now, let's be honest. Do you know where, do most people know where cheating starts from? It starts from friendships. Yes. It, of the, course. It, 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 the studies are out there, but people want to play like devil's advocate. They, they start in two places, the workplace or friendships. Because people cheat on people they feel comfortable with. Let me say that again. They are going to cheat on you with someone they feel comfortable with. They are more likely to cheat on you with one of their friends, like one of their guy or girlfriends, or a coworker at work. Because of the comfortability factor, right? Yeah, because of the comfortability factor. And that's so true because I just, um, a flashback, the first one that um, I had cheated was a work colleague of his. See? It was a work colleague. And it's not saying that you can't go to work, but you see at the beginning of video, he said, if you truly love your partner, you don't even, you're not even interested in the opposite sex, having those, those, those type of things because you want nothing to hinder your relationship or marriage. And that's what people don't understand. They want to fight tooth and nail for all these things. Like, oh, I want to keep my opposite sex friends. Come on now. If you have a marriage or you have a relationship, why would you want to entertain that when you know the statistics? Because a lot of people will say, well, I'm special. The guy even said it himself in the video. You might think, well, everyone else gets cheated on, but not me. Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Um, it, it, unless you've got that relationship, which is like you just said about your friends who are married and they've got yeah. a, 
an actual complete understanding from the beginning that no one has yeah. uh, the opposite sex friend. And I think, you know, as time's got on, how I've really understood this at another level, Michael, actually, I'm so appreciative of the understanding from this because it, it really does not work. You know, when I go when I go back into the archive of my mind yeah. and I remember certain situations and I think, cool, that could never have worked because he liked me or I liked him. And that was just not fair on any of us because like we've said in previous videos, um, previous podcasts, you know, if you're gonna go out, if you're gonna spend and give that time to somebody and then um, and they're not interested in you, but then they come to you and start telling you about a girl they've met from, in, in my mm. case, they would met, met a girl and come and tell me about it, then who am I hurting? I'm hurting myself by being there and listening to that because I have an emotional feeling towards that person. Mm -hmm. And my emotional feeling towards there, and they're not even taking it on board because why would they yeah. take it on board? They're not feeling what I'm feeling. So they're going to come and be all excited about a woman they've met and tell me all about it. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I've been here the whole why time. Not me? Yeah, why, why not, not me? Yeah. What's wrong with me? And I've done it. I've questioned myself. What's wrong have. with me? Yeah. What is wrong with me? Why are you not seeing me? Like, am I invisible? I've asked myself. Mm -hmm. Am I, you know, where am I? How can you not see? And if we've got such a good friendship, why are we not getting together? Why are you just mm -hmm. ignoring me and going to someone else? And then I realized, well, Amphi, you're the one doing it to yourself. You're leaving yeah. yourself vulnerable. You're leaving yourself open to somebody just That's emotionally not being vulnerable with you exactly exactly michael and i think the sooner people get to really take this on and really understand this the better it will be in the long run for everybody in general i think because it is such a deep thing that people don't realize oh it's just a friend it's just a friend no. i was actually having a conversation with a friend the other day and i was saying while i was abroad um People were saying to me, oh, why don't you go and meet people, go and, you know, go and make friends. And I said, okay, so I'm going to go and make friends with men. What, where am I going with that? I can't, no unless, way. I'm not going anywhere. I said, so why would I put myself places and go and meet new friends that are not actually going to be my friends? Because either... I'm going to like them or they're going to like me. And, like right. So if I'm going to go and out to go meet somebody, it's because I've got a reason behind it, because I want a relationship. So I will date people to fight or go out for dinner or coffees, whatever it is. An and intention. Get to know an intention behind it. I'm not just going to go. I'm not. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not 15 years old looking for friends at the end of the nope. day. So, um, and it was the same with women. Okay, I'm going to go and find women who are friends. But to be fair, again, the intention behind that is what am I, unless it's business, what's the reason I've got my friends who I've got a solid relationship with? So it's only going to be that it's going to be more, I kind of, maybe this is an expectation or belief of mine, I don't know, but I just think that when you start meeting new people, if there's no intention behind it, it's just friends, you're just there to hear their problems. It's yeah. what happens. It's yeah. kind of like my experience. If there's just, if it's women with no, that you haven't got a solid relationship with friendship, then it just ends up being, they come and tell you their problems and that's really what yeah, it you is. Become an emotional, you become an emotional tampon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just gonna. You, it's gonna be an intention of you get to you meet somebody. If, like, like in my sense, in a woman and a woman, mm. and it will be like, oh, she's a party girl. So I will, you know, it'll be like I will call you when we're ready to party because that's that's what we've got in common. So for me, it was like, well, I don't really need to unless I've got a reason and intention to go and meet people. I don't see the point in going out there. And I'm definitely not just gonna go. And, find male friends and then surround myself with male friends and be the woman standing in the middle of everybody. Like, for what reason? I well, don't it's, have it's, reason to it's, do it's that. funny though, and I hate to say this, why is a guy going to want to pick you when you surround yourself with other, with multiple men? Exactly. He's exactly. not. He's going to be like, yo, what's up with her having all these guy friends? Like, And I, and I wouldn't want to even be that person standing because there. Because then like, now you're not going to get picked. Like, no. Like a I'm guy might be like, me. oh, like she's cute. And then when you're I mean, like, yeah, I got like 10 guy friends. Like, what? <laughs> no. So I've got a competition with 10 others, basically. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. Because then, right. 
he looks at it from a perspective of if anything goes wrong in the relationship, you're going to run back and talk to those guys. And what's going to happen? Because we've got an emotional connection. It could be a cheating process. That too. But the, the craziest thing is, is even as I was telling a friend last night, those friendships, like, again, let's say you get into a fight with your wife. It happens or your girlfriend. She's going to call up her friend, Chad. Oh, Chad, Tom's treating me bad today. Oh, don't worry, babe. We'll make you feel better. Go out to coffee, more coffees. Then eventually Chad's going to be like, oh, you guys are having all these problems. Why do you stay with him? You could do so much better. Then he starts planting the seed. The seed was already there, but he's starting to water it now. So now she starts to question of, should I really stay with Tom? Maybe there's better out there. Maybe I should date my friend Chad. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And that's what happens. That's exactly because it's a buildup. That's what cheating is, especially when someone cheats with you with a friend. It's a buildup. Um, and I need you guys to understand something when I say this. I'm, I'm actually going to speak some truth right now. When you look at it, yes, relationships start, relationships end. We've given you guys some crazy statistics today saying like, hey, like, you know, like cheating is at this at an all time high, this or that. Don't try to beat the odds. I hear people saying like, well, it's only 50 percent, but I can be on the other 50 percent where that doesn't happen. Yeah, you could be. But why do you want to take that risk? Think about it like at the casino. House always wins. Don't bet against the house. Don't don't do it. So true, if, right? If you know that, like, like, you know who you are and you know what your standards are. And you know that, like, it's like at, like, you know, like, you're dating someone and they have all these guy friends. Why are you going to take the risk? I'm not because some people will say, well, I'll give them a chance. I don't want a chance. I don't want, I don't want that. I'm not a consolation prize. I don't yeah, want a chance. If I see that, like you're surrounded around a lot of males, you haven't healed because that's another big one too. If you haven't healed and you're getting into a relationship, you're leaving yourself vulnerable to cheat, to look at other options. Yeah. Just saying. And I know you guys might not like it, but again, never ignore the statistics. It's like when we look at the divorce rate, it's on an all-time high. You cannot ignore it. You just can't. Absolutely. And I think, like you said, you know, if you've got that communication throughout, it's not just at the beginning, but you've understood from the beginning certain aspects that you're looking for and it meets those requirements and you meet their requirements and you have come together and everything, you know, you, they say you've got the honeymoon period and everything. Yeah, which is after three months. Which is after three months, right? So, you know, you see that through and if you see that actually it's not what you that person said that they were about and you're seeing different, um, then at least you know and never fear to walk away from somebody. There's yeah, don't be. Never, ever fear to walk away from somebody. And look. Because, yeah, sorry, go on. I don't want to say that we shouldn't give people chances. No. There's some people out here that have been divorced. There's some people that have been cheated on. But one of my biggest deciding factors, and this is what I will openly say, I will give someone a chance if I know and I've seen that they've healed or they're going to therapy. That's a big one for me because the thing is, if they're not going to therapy, like after they've been cheated on or like whatever has happened, they're not addressing their pain. What they're doing is they want to keep themselves busy so they don't have to think about it. Yeah. And, and I can't get somebody like that either. Like I know people that are like, yeah, I'm going to therapy. I'm like, good for you. You're getting it addressed. You're dealing with it. You're, you're moving forward. It's taking so that positive action, isn't it? Yeah, it's taking that positive action forward. And if you can yeah. see that in somebody, then you know that they, they're they doing what they can to because they want to heal, they want to move forward. Exactly. But somebody who's not showing that about themselves yeah. and they're just kind of going along and, like you said, doing everything they can to not think about it, you're just covering the problem with more yeah. and more layers and layers and layers. And all of a sudden, you're going to meet somebody and those layers that you've tried to hide over will 
come through and it will show that you haven't healed and then it becomes a problem. And I think so many people get into relationships when they haven't healed yet. And, they, mm-hmm. and it all just starts off on the wrong foot. Well, it starts on the right foot because it's all that, um, oh, you know, they this this attraction, this, this connection. Yeah, but then it falls off foot. <laughs> and it falls off foot, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to be so aware of what's happening. The awareness, your, your awareness level has to be up here. And you've got to get to know you. What do I like? What are my negotiables? What are my non-negotiables? Do I give somebody a chance? You know, what, what is it? What is it for you? What Do you want that emotion, the emotional side more than, is that what you, you need in you or what you want in you or is it more of the sexual side or is it you know there's so many aspects to a relationship to go through everything but you've really got to question you in what you want because then you know when someone comes along you know if you can tick those boxes like a friend of mine she is saying that she sat down and wrote a list of everything that she wanted from her partner and she literally went into detail of each thing Mm. she wanted so when she met the um, met her now husband um, she actually asked him every single question and she had to and because he was she was ticking them along she told him what she's doing she's like listen I'm not going to get with you if you don't meet these because what's, there's no reason for us to get together because we're going to be opposites you're going to mm-hmm. want different to me so I've got a list here and she went for every single one and 15 years later her marriage is still going solid and they're still completely in love and still have an amazing relationship because she was so crystal clear at the beginning of what she wanted and he was crystal clear about what he wanted and they matched so it worked so there was no like um guess there was no guesswork yeah, there was no going guessing. second guessing there was nothing going to their friends saying oh i don't know about this or i'm not sure he said this or he said that what does that mean you know the the, the kind of um conversations that happen especially between women oh he done this what do you think that means do you think he likes me do you think he doesn't like me there was no questioning it was black and white right there the questions were being um um uh, asked and the and they were being answered and it went both ways and you know there's nothing better than that pure communication from from the beginning well there's something actually i wanted to touch on quickly in the video where he talked about a lot of people are seeking attention, Mm. right? A lot of people, they don't feel like they get enough attention. So what I'm going to say is you also have to gauge on who you're dealing with. And what I mean by that is do you need someone because like, let's say for example, you're an entrepreneur, right? You don't have that much time. You might need to date someone that's okay with that. Don't get mm-hmm. somebody that says I need of a lot of attention. Yes. Because if you're not there to give the attention because you're busy building the goals and the dreams, that person is stepping out to get the attention somewhere else. Yes. So that's one thing that you need to be like very crystal clear on and figure out is how much attention do you need? Because like if I'm like building a business or I'm doing this, I don't have much time for you. You'll still get time from me. I'm not ever going to neglect you. But let's say someone's like, I want to see my boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, three or four times a week. And you're like, well, I can only see you once a week. That doesn't work. No. That's what I'm trying to, like, it doesn't work. So then you know that if you don't fulfill that requirement, there'll be some form of cheating. Yeah. But if you're clear from the beginning and you know that, and that's what you're walking into, um, then yeah, and then maybe the other person might find that they've got two times a week and they go to their yeah. their new partner and say, look, you know what? I've actually made time now. I can see you twice a week. Does that work with you? But yeah, can I they think, keep it consistent? That's can they keep it consistent? Yeah, but I think that communication is, yeah. you know, um, but if you it's like an, somebody who's got a nine to five job. If they're in a nine to five job and they meet an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur that actually travels the world, mm-hmm. uh, then they know they've got to put notice in to, to be able to take time off work. Yeah. And they and the nine to five are saying, yeah, but I want to come with you. And the entrepreneur is saying, well, I've got to leave. I, I'm getting told I need to be somewhere tomorrow morning mm-hmm. and I'm flying out tonight. And the nine to five is going, well, yeah, but that's not fair because I want to go. Well, yeah. 
you've already known that from the beginning that this is my lifestyle i've explained that to you and you've said you're happy with it and if you're and then they say oh no but i'm not happy with it well with we're not right for each other then it just doesn't mix mm -hmm. because there will be a problem because you're then what happens is there's pressure on one of them who's traveling away um and having the other person on there like maybe bugging them constantly or oh, what you're doing or when are you back or i don't know because they well, feel like they've been left behind works. you have to see how it works right because it depends on your dynamic and your situation one of my good friends he's married they have a bunch of kids so the wife kind of needs to stay home yeah. but when he travels he calls her every night right so you see what i'm saying like it, it you always got to look everything is circumstantial Everything is circumstantial. You have to be able to gauge and assess. Um, now, again, I'm, I'm not going to attack women here when I say this, but this is why guys that are interested in you or guys that want to date you, like let's say you like him and he wants to, you want him to be your boyfriend or your man or whatever, and you have scandedly class photos, for him, all it shows is you're seeking validation and you might cheat. That's what it shows. I'm not saying you're a cheater. But I'm saying that type of characteristic shows that you like attention. So, like, let's say guy or girl, like, we'll use a girl, for example. Um, your man's not giving you attention, right? He's busy. He's working. He's building and grinding. And you have, like, sexy bikini photos out there. You got sexy poses out there. Obviously, you know there's going to be a bunch of guys like, 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 comment, comment, comment. So now the validation that you used to get from your husband because he's busy or whatever, you're getting it from these people. So now it's like a dopamine hit. Now you become really hooked on it. Mm. You're like, well, I don't really need his attention anymore. Mm. I can get it from here. All these guys are liking my stuff and giving me the attention and validation that I need. Mm. Then eventually you might pick one of them. Oh, hey, like and start chatting with them and it opens a door. Mm. If, and this is how I'm telling you to fix it right now. If you need validation, talk to your husband or boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Very simple problem. Very simple. Hey, I need more of your attention. I, I want us to spend more time together. Cool. But that's why, because like a lot of times, like, luckily it hasn't happened to us. When we did the sexy photo thing, some people were like, well, I want to do what I want to do. Well, good luck trying to find a guy that's going to tolerate that. He'll mm. tell you he'll tolerate it, but deep down inside, he's not. No. So he ends up lying to himself because he knows that in his mind that if you don't give him, if if he doesn't give you the validation that you constantly want, you're going to get it from, from those guys on Instagram, the thirsty dudes. And that's the emotional cheating too, isn't it? Because you don't Yeah, have that's the emotional it. cheating. Yeah, absolutely. Once you start thinking about somebody else and you start imagining somebody else and imagining what you could do with somebody else, then you're straight, you're cheating. You don't need to physically yeah. do it. You're already taking your mind away from the person you love and putting it into somebody else and putting that time and energy somewhere else, which is not to your partner, um, which is actually, in my mind, is cheating. It's, yeah, it's a very simple solution. Talk to them. Talk to them. Absolutely. 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 And while you're in a relationship, FYI, you shouldn't have those type of photos up when you're in a relationship. No. If you're in a loving commitment, like, think about it. What did he say at the beginning? If you truly love your person, you don't think about cheating and you don't want attention from other places. If you are in a relationship, you will take those photos down. He won't even have to ask. You're going to be so in love with him that you're never going to want anything to compromise the relationship. Yes. You will take them down. Yes, and you wouldn't want somebody else looking at you in that way because you just want yeah. it's for your man only. It's just for exactly you. you want that attention from your man only because when you think about it from that perspective, you're doing that. You get all these comments. Oh, she has a nice booty. She has a nice body, and your man's reading these comments. He's like, she's embarrassing me. Mm. Literally, she's just flat out embarrassing me. You're putting yourself out to the world when you, when yeah. you've cho if you've made a choice to be in a relationship, you either, it's like they say, you can't have your cake and eat it and put your cherry mm. on top at the end of the day. Yeah. So if, you're, if you've chosen a relationship and you are truly 
in a good relationship and you love your man, your man loves you and you've got a great thing going on, mm. then why would you want other men to be looking at your body? Like I yeah. personally would not want that. However, and I know if I did want that, then I've made a choice that that's what I want. So I don't really mm. want a relationship because if I wanted yeah. a relationship, it's like, it's two of them don't, they don't, they, they don't, don't miss. No, they don't make. But that's what I mean. Like now, the guy's getting embarrassed. Like, yeah, it's nice when guys are like, "Oh, your girlfriend's so hot." But like, when you're seeing, when guys are seeing your girlfriend in exposing ways, and I'm talking about like posing on beds, in her bikini, all these type of extra things. Yo, man, you're getting embarrassed, man. It's like, again, and I hate to say this, and maybe we should have saved it for Patreon. Girls get mad with guys when they when guys don't want to pick them if they have a high body count. Studies show, and again, I'm going to try to find these studies and put them on our link tree, that women, and we talked about it on the podcast, women with higher body counts have a hard time pair bonding. They're more, they're more likely to cheat on you. And they don't like to hear that. No, that's not true. Go look up the stats. The stats are there. They're more likely to cheat on you because they have a hard time pair bonding. They've been with so many people that they're always looking for the greener grass. And that, you know what? That is, so, I don't even, I haven't even seen the statistics of it yet, but yeah. I can't believe that resonates. I can imagine that. It's, look, you know, I, I don't know if it's the same. I'm, I'm trying to think if it's for me, like the guy, how many people he slept with previously or body count. Well, think about it. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to politely disagree with you because guys that usually sleep with, and I'm not saying like go out there and be like, very promiscuous, but guys that are desired by a lot of women, women find those guys attractive. He knows how to get other women. So it's different for men than it is for women. Because you see, you're not you're not gonna date a guy that tells you, Yeah, I've only been with like two girls. Or like and he slept with no girls. Yeah. You're gonna be like, oh. okay, that's a little weird. Yeah, that's true. If he tells you, yeah, I've been with like 10 different girls, like he's had some experience under his belt, you find him more desirable because then you're like, okay, I got the best option. Yeah. I got like a good catch. Like he's he's desired by other chicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for women, it, it's completely different. And again, I might call get called a misogynist. I might, oh, you're mean. But let's be honest. Women with higher body counts have a hard time pair bonding. Go do the research. We'll post it for you. Because I'm, I'm telling you this, and I, and I don't know if you ever heard this. There's two porn stars, two famous porn stars, Lana Rhodes, Mia Khalifa, two famous porn stars. So you obviously know that they have a long rap sheet. They were married to men. Now they're getting divorced from men. And you know why? Because guys would send the husband videos of his wife getting like you know having sex with men from from pornos he was getting embarrassed so what happens is is when they married these guys they stopped but then the husband whenever he would go out his dms his messages he would get messages from like you know people or whatever this is who you chose to make your wife and she's getting yeah, she's having bedroom fun with different men, and he's looking at this in his inbox. Like, and he knew, and they both guys knew that they were porn stars. But imagine constantly being reminded of it, yeah, and yeah. seeing the videos. Like, whoa, yeah, yeah, that's, so, that's next level, isn't it? It's like, oh well, my that's what I mean, like, we're, we're not here to, we're not here to hate. No, no we're no, here no, to no. give you the statistics that when it comes to cheating there's a lot of factors cheating is a choice you need good communication you need to be upfront with your partner what your needs are physically physically and sexually and you also need to understand that a lot of times people uh, on different spectrums won't pick certain people because of certain things like if you have like risky photos out there your odds are very lower of finding a guy that's going to take you serious in his eyes 
Yeah, and obviously, and if you're somebody who just goes out on the weekend and just decides to jump into bed with a different man every single weekend, I think you've got to really think about what you're doing to yourself, what you're doing to yeah. your future as well. People just go, oh, I live in the moment and I just do it. And, oh, I was drunk mm -hmm. and I just... But actually, you know, it's something that has never sat right with me. And, no, uh, and actually, and I have a daughter and I've said to her, if, you're, if you ever are out and you, you're you've got friends who would if somebody drops if one of your friends drops you when you're out to go and get with a man you walk away from that friendship straight up you walk away yeah. because I, I said to her at the end of the day that is not somebody you want to be around because they if they've done it that once and they haven't been regretful and they're coming back saying oh it was the best thing and they've left you then that's another thing. It's a trust between a friendship. But I think you're, you're also telling her that promiscuous behavior is not on. Is not rewarding from a high quality man standpoint. Yeah, a high not. quality man is not going to want a promiscuous woman. That's what you're pretty much telling her. Like, don't do that. Don't like, do if that. your friend wants to do that, let her do that. But yeah. you don't take on that mantle because I want you to get married one day. I yeah. want a guy to take you seriously. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And also, if you're going to be around somebody who does that, you're going to give yourself that look because you're reflecting yeah. people around you. So someone might think that his friend might think, well, actually, if your friend's doing that, then, yeah. you know, you just so if, if somebody's doing that, then you don't ever go anywhere with them and they're not your friend. No, you let them go do You that. let them go and do what they do, let them go out on the weekend. But you, and actually, thank goodness, I've got a daughter who is very respectful towards herself and doesn't do, and, and is not that type of person, thank goodness. Mm. Um, and we're not shaming yeah. people for doing that. Like, look. No, no. But it's, it's, it's a choice. It's something like you just said, Michael. I, I would much prefer my daughter to be yeah. somebody, like only if she wanted. It's not, yeah. look, I, I'm not putting stuff on her. It's up to her what mm. she does. But if and I know because I, she's my daughter, I know that's what she wants too. She wants mm. to have a long-lasting relationship. Yeah, like and if that's what you want to do, we're not disparaging. Yes. If that's what yes. you want to do, yes. that's fine. That's but don't, comp comp don't cry about the consequences and the lack of fulfillment that doesn't come with it. Yes. That's yes, what we're yes, trying to yes. say. We're not trying to hate, but don't hate on the lack of fulfillment. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And the, yeah, and there is a big difference. It's, it's you know, there's, con there's, there's every action has a consequence, whether it's a positive consequence or a negative consequence. There's every action has that consequence in some way or, or some way, shape or form. So if somebody's going to do that, you're not going to, the person you're going to get with could be, somebody who goes out and cheats so you could be the person that goes out and cheats but no. look it comes back to the big like what we're speaking about here when it comes to cheating um it's just not if that's what you're going to go and do like i said from before tell your partner let them know what you're well, doing don't be like hey i'm gonna cheat on you let's break up but no. you know what i mean like I yeah be no. like look have the conversation let that yeah, person have know conversation. Like, hey I, it's not really working out i don't want to be with you. Cool. You know what I mean? Because we're not telling you to be like, hey, I'm having thoughts about cheating on you. You, no. know, you know what I mean? No. That would sound pretty horrid, but. Yeah, but look, um, if somebody goes out and cheats and they come back and they say, look, you know, this is what I've just done. Um, but obviously there's something not right because I feel like I keep being drawn to other women or I be, keep being drawn to other men. At least you've got a communication going on and you can talk about it, which probably will help if you do decide to go your own ways. It will help each person move forward with the next relationship or with themselves because they've actually had a heart-to-heart -heart, um, discussion. And I think that's what gets that's what's missing when people do cheat. It's like an abrupt finish, isn't it? It's like, oh, he's cheated on me or she's cheated on me. Bam, it's finished. And then there's this all this emotions left inside that you haven't been able to discuss with the other person. So I just think open communication is just will will get you everywhere. I I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. And that's why I believe just be honest. Don't yeah. lie to your partner. Be honest. Put everything on the table. Um, that's why I believe in monthly checkups. So every month you guys sit down and assess where you can approve the relationship 
and what you guys can work on every month. Yeah. It'll save you some trouble. Um, to it. What? Don't make a promise that you're not going to keep. Exactly. Too, but I meant like at least sit down every month and assess like, hey, I feel we could spend a little more time together. Like, you know, have the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because the thing is for me, and this is just me, I can't speak for others. The cheating thing, I, it's a conversation I never want to have with somebody. Mm. I cheated on you. What you're saying is I broke your trust. I hid it from you. And I'm just telling you now. Mm. That's a conversation I don't want to have. No. Because when, when you do that, what you're saying is I'm making you look foolish. Mm. Especially if the cheating is going on secretly mm. for like four or five months, a year, whatever. And then you finally like confess it. What you're saying is I've made you look foolish now. Mm. Please forgive me. I've made a, made a mockery of you. And that's what I mean. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be made a fool of because now you question the love you have for this person. Mm -hmm. And I've just come to mind somebody who um, is a friend of a friend who has like a, a young child and she's been with her husband for 15 years. And then uh, just, I think it was only around four or five months ago, he came back and said, and just, just completely out of character, um, caused a humongous argument, which was not normal for them in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. They'd been together since they were like 18 years old or even 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, they're now 30 odd, whatever. And he's just burst in and called a big argument and said, I've got another woman and I'm leaving mm -hmm. you. And I've been with her for six months. And this woman, like, bless her, because when you were saying at the beginning about being broken, she went into very deep depression, there very deep depression, didn't want to come out the house. The, and it wasn't just her that suffered. Her little, her little one her was children suffering. suffering. Yeah, because she couldn't, had, didn't have the strength. She didn't understand it. He didn't explain himself. He just came and started to point fingers at her and saying this, this, this to you. And she was just left like, whoa, this, you know. Yeah. It, there was nothing indicating to her that this was going on. And because they were um, childhood lovers from sweetheart lovers from the age of 16. And now that I think, I think she's like, then they're like 32, 33 now. So all that time, that was the only man she's ever been with. She didn't know anybody Sweet. else. And he's gone and started a relationship elsewhere and decides once he was ready to move in with her and he felt that he could do that, he came in, caused an argument and left. And now she's left. He won't answer the phone. He won't answer any of her questions. And now she's left with all of that stuck inside her, all these questions mm -hmm. that she's not getting answered and Imagine how long that takes for somebody to be able to clear that out from them when all that mm. person had to do was come back, sit down and say, look, we've been together for blah, blah, blah. This is what's going on in my mind. This is what's been happening, blah, blah, blah. And allow her to ask questions, allow her to get answers. So when you do walk away, at least you're left with a sense of um what's the word a sense of like calm peace. Thing. peace that's the word but that's Thank the you, thing Michael. it's not always gonna go that way no and it didn't also have to understand that sometimes nobody owes you nothing like if no. they're gonna walk away they're gonna walk away like and you might want that explanation so bad like please tell me like what yo sometimes it, it is what it is but i think that's a big as cowardish as well for someone it, not it is because you've spent 15 years with somebody, like, and you just walk away. How do, like, does not the other person stop and think to themselves, what, what harm am I causing to that woman that I was with all those years? Like, I don't know, like. It, it is. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But you also have to understand not everyone's going to be as considerate as you. No, but I that's just, the thing. Not everyone's gonna be like as considerate, right? Well, so. Just yes, be considerate because this is life, and it's not. Mm. And make if you can make somebody's life, yes, that might be your choice to do that. But think about the other person for a second. You know, take mm -hmm. that consideration in because. When but I you also have to factor in. A lot of times, when it comes to cheating, the person's already checked out emotionally. Yeah, they completely. That's the one thing you got to look at too. They might have checked. They're, they're in the relationship, but they checked out emotionally like a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So they don't even feel that. Or don't yeah, they don't even feel that. that. Like, why should I consider you? Because they already checked out. Yeah, so um, selfish. So selfish. I'm sorry, but that's so is. selfish.
But anyways, guys, look, we did a special for you guys today. It was an hour. We had some technical hook, hook, hiccups. Sorry about the. But we had a good time. Yeah, so, we had a really good time. Look, we're gonna see you guys Friday, and we're gonna talk about enforcing boundaries, mm. um, and a, a, why a lack of boundaries um, invites disrespect. So that's on Friday. Um, so we will see you guys soon. Take care, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. And don't forget to like and um, share our content if you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, and thank you. Have a good evening ahead. Or good. good morning. How's it going? I hope everything's going well. I wanted to get a head start on today's video to say thank you. You guys have liked, subscribed. Please keep doing it. Help us catch up in the um, algorithm. Help us grow, right? Like, we're not dating coaches. I definitely don't refer to myself as a dating coach. Um, I just like to say that I like to have conversations and those conversations can open up new perspectives. Um, so that's how I've always viewed it. To view myself as a dating coach, a little far-fetched. Some people are a little more seasoned than I am, but um, I don't like to look at it as a dating coach. I like to look at it as you're giving a professional or you could say like a fresher perspective. That's what a lot of them do. So look, I want to thank you guys for joining us today on our 20th episode. Anthea will be coming shortly, but I wanted to uh, sit here with you guys and say, look, we started this podcast, me and Anthea, out of sitting down and wanting to be knowledgeable to others. And what do I mean by that is when we started the podcast, me and her brainstormed of what would be best to give advice to people. Um, and here she is now. We can't hear you. You might have to fix your microphone. Um, but... Um, we want to thank you guys very much for being a part of what it is we're doing. Um, it's like, as I said, um, what we're doing here is fantastic. It's new. It's great. Um, and it's just to help people give a fresher perspective. Do you want to take the floor, Anthea? Yeah, we still can't hear you. You ha might have to unmute your microphone. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. We're just having a little bit of technical difficulties. But um, I openly wanted to say it's because of you guys <clears throat> that we're doing what we're doing. Um, it wouldn't be if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. There you there you go. Wait, no, still can't hear you. Um but, um, yeah, no, as I said, we're really thankful and grateful um, for you guys taking part of everything that it is we do. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're actually probably going to start the show soon. There we go ahead. Yeah, I can't hear you. I can hear the muffling of your microphone, but I can't hear you. Um, you hear me now? There we go. There we go. Yay! Um, sorry for the technical difficulty, guys. It's oh, one my of the apologies. Um, um, and yeah, it's really yes, to say. Like, we, oh, no, we've got a feedback, haven't we? Yeah. Um, we just want to say thank you guys for being a part of our 20th episode. Um, you know, we're looking at adding massive amounts of value to you guys long term. This isn't a short term gig. Um, we want to give you guys the best. Is there anything you want to say, Anthea, before we... Yes, I, um, as long as yes, you hear me uh, now. As long as you... Yeah, yeah, uh, perfectly. feedback. Have you, can you get in the feedback? No, no, it's okay. Yeah, is it okay? Brilliant. I just wanted to say, um, I'm excited. It's our 20th episode. Woo! We've done 20 episodes so far. And like Michael was just saying, I'm so grateful and thankful for having this platform to be able to work from, to be able to give a new fresh perspective on um, relationships. And like we've said before, you know, we have had ample amount of experience with relationships. So what we're giving you is not 
um, is not from a place of just made up stuff or it's actually real time experiences that we know, it, you know, once it's happened with one person, it's it's kind of like this thing, it's an effect of everybody else kind of, we're all humans here. So we all have the same kind of energy or the same thing happening. So what's going on is we're able to give you experiences and understandings from our side of where we've, we've got to recognize and see things and understand why a relationship didn't work out. We've been able to like uh, rip it apart as such and kind of get into each little point of it to understand what was it about those relationships. And once we're going into it and digging deep, we're finding what the problems are, what the solutions have been, what what worked, what didn't work. So that's what we're trying to give you here. And uh, I just want to say like, thank you for anybody who's tuned in. Thank you for the people who are coming to us. Thank you for listening and all the comments we've received and, you know, Without that, we wouldn't, you know, it, it doesn't, it, it helps us grow at the end of the day. It helps us be here. It helps us give you what we want to do. And um, I've just thoroughly enjoyed it. And thank you, Michael. Thank you for, you know, for our friendship and our relationship thus far. We've had an amazing relationship up until now. And obviously, we'll continue to be that way. Um, I just think it's transcended, um, yeah. you know, like what it is we're building. Because what you guys have to understand is, we're here to teach you not to need a relationship, but to want one. You see, because yeah. that's the thing. If you feel like you need one, it's, it's going to escape you. Yes. Every single time, because it's like you're, you're ch it's a dog chasing its tail. If you're like, I need it. No, it's like, I'm in a good place. I want yes. a relationship. And wanting a relationship is so different, isn't it, Michael, to needing. I mean, if you need anything, I mean, there's certain things you might need and you feel like you need it, but a relationship is a person. It's not an obstacle. It's not a, sorry, it's not an object. It's a person. So there is interaction. There is everything that comes with a relationship. So to need it, you it's, you actually push it away and it you becomes, do. you do, don't you? And it's a, it's a, it's a thing where when you need some someone, it, that needy feeling is not, it's not nice for anybody because everyone is born free. So if you've got somebody hanging on to you because they need yeah. you, imagine what that feels to that person, unless it's your own children because they need you, that's different. And yeah. they all hold on to you because you want to hold on to them because they're so little and you're nurturing them and you're growing them. But with an actual adult, um, that doesn't feel good. Somebody hanging on to you and wanting to- It becomes you. a burden. A massive burden. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Absolutely. Um. So, as you guys know, we are going to talk about cheating. <laughs> now, before we get started, I actually have a surprise for Anthea. Oh, the video that you sent me this morning, that was the video I was going to share anyways. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that was the video I was going to share. And like, I looked at it and I was like, okay, she's on the same page as me. <laughs> I love that. We're, this is, and this is what, do you know what? This actually shows what a great relationship is about, even as friends, right? Because we're, we're on the same page, as you said. We, I think it's happened a few times now where I've gone, where we've gone to, you've gone to share a video and it's to be surprised. And I've actually said, oh my goodness, that's the video that I was yep. just watching and I was going to share with you. So um, yeah, it's it a was hilarious. I looked yeah, at my phone, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I found it so interesting, like really was drawn into this video. Um, I found the statistics behind it amazing. So yeah, I'm really excited for you to share. We're, we're definitely going to talk about it, um, but let, let's get into the dynamics a little bit of cheating and the emotional effects of it. Um, I guess the last question I can ask Anthea openly is, is have you ever had to deal with infidelity? Yes. And, and how did it, emotionally affect you going forward for other relationships because what a lot of people don't understand is cheating is very devastating emotionally cheating physically it's very devastating to anybody so it leaves an emotional scar for a lot of people and they end up carrying that into other relationships so i guess anthea you don't have to tell us your situation but more as in a sense of did it create emotional scars for you Absolutely. going forward? And like, can you say what those scars were? 
Well, one of them was a trust. It completely ripped the trust apart of, and I think, I think before trust was, I blamed myself. I thought it was, it had to be me. It was something that I'm doing. It's all, it, I really put that emphasis on myself that what have I done wrong? What did I do? How comes this has happened to me? What, what could I have done different? Um, and actually, you know, when now that I can look back at it, it was more to do with a relationship breakdown in general that obviously took it that way. However, going forward, the next relationship I had, I had an expectation of it happening mm. again. And although it wasn't a solid relationship, as in we weren't, we were together, but it was never said with we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but we like were labeled, like it was never it, li properly it was never, labeled. Yeah, it was never properly labeled, but we were like spending our time was together and for probably that three years um all together. So and and because I had that expectation and I was kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop as such. Like mm. you know, so then it happened again and that actually broke me like massively broke me because if i felt like it was hang on this is this has happened to me so it's definitely me it's definitely me that's got the problem i didn't i started to not like my appearance i started to feel like maybe it's my body that they don't like my body and i or i'm not good enough in certain ways and um and it really did have a, a big effect on me um, I mean, however, because I'm in personal development, I understood as time went on that actually I don't, it's not for me to meet a new person and have that anymore. And mm. I've learned to, I've learned to clear that out of me. And I know that anyone I meet now, it's a completely clear, um, fresh slate as such. Like I'm starting from clean cut. There's no, there's no back, there's no backlog. There's no baggage there's no that baggage. comes with me. There's no baggage that comes with me. Mm. So I'm completely like clean on that one. And I don't expect that anymore. And I feel that in me and I know that I've cleared that out of me. Um, but going back like, you know, seven to 10 years ago, I didn't understand that side of things. So I had a very heavy, heavy feeling inside me that really just weighed me down continuously. And every time I met somebody, I didn't want to move forward with them because I thought, well, what's the point? They're just going to cheat on me. So mm. it's not, it's not worth me going there. So I didn't, I actually helped my, I actually held myself back from many people that I met and I just wasn't prepared to move forward because I just thought, well, and because I've seen it happen in my family, was another one so it was like a surrounding around me that well, so this it was is like what, a normalcy it was like a normalcy. yeah yeah this is what happens in relationships and actually i mean that was a belief that i created inside myself and i i had to understand that belief and be able to um change that belief in me um but that's not an easy thing either that's something that you do over time um but yeah i mean the effects of it can be really harsh i mean i've seen people go into really bad depression from it and it's made them extremely ill. They've got, they've allowed themselves to get really ill because of what's happened. But I think if you're going past that, it really is about moving forward and understanding you and understanding that the other person is doing it. They're actually doing it to themselves because they're, um, I'm trying to think of the word, they're actually being dishonest to themselves by what mm. they're doing. And it's them that has the problem, not you. Um, and I think if we can when if something like that does happen with someone, there's a sense of if you in, like, obviously, it's not going to happen in that moment that you find out it's going to be devastating. But over yeah. time, over time, it's nice to be able to detach yourself from that and realize it's not you're not the problem. It's somebody else's actions, somebody else's distrust of what they're doing. And it's a shame that they feel they have to do that in life when they've got somebody who they love and they've got you know, adore or have a relationship with. Because if you choose to be in a relationship, there's there's also a choice to go and cheat. And if you choose to go and cheat, then you're not the right person for that person because that doesn't that doesn't make a that doesn't make a great relationship. That's not one of the no. ingredients for a great relationship at the end of the day. So it, it's about letting go of that person and detaching yourself from their actions and from what they do to what you do. Because if you know inside yourself you have you're not that person, you haven't done that, then you're not the problem. It's their actions, and you can't control what someone else does at the end of the day, right, Michael? 
I, I agree I with agree. you. And uh, again, thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, that came from a good place of vulnerability. See, look, guys, I've never been cheated on. I've never cheated on anybody. But I've seen the emotional scars from people that I've talked to, people that I've coached. Their identity sometimes comes from that relationship. So when they get cheated on, that identity gets destroyed now. It's who am I? Am I good enough? Am I lacking? The, is my physical appearance not good enough? There, there's so many um, things on the spectrum that it that the damage that it does, the emotional effects. Because now you might not trust the next person. You might be like, you're waiting for that shoe to drop, as she said, for them to hurt you because you haven't healed. Or you're always going to have your guard up. So if you always have your guard up, you can never fully love because it's either you're going to love or you're not. You don't get to have, you don't get to dip your foot in the pool, if you know what I'm saying. Um, it's either you're in or you're out because sometimes when you have those walls up, it keeps good people out too. You don't just only keep the bad ones up. You keep the, you keep the good ones out too. Um, I just wanted to also add, if it's okay, I've been on the other side where someone has been cheated on and they've, and I've been in a relationship and they spent the whole time telling me I was cheating and yeah, self-reflection, um, self-reflection. And that was draining for me. Or self-deflection, sorry. Yeah. Self-deflection. Yeah, self yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and it was, I'm having to justify every move I make mm. because they were so insecure and they hadn't, um, address their pain yeah they hadn't addressed their pain in any way shape or form and that was so apparent within the relationship that it was absolutely draining on me and it was just way too much to deal with because that's not if I was doing that then that's different but the fact that I wasn't and I remember saying one day you know what you say it one more time to me I'm, I'm actually gonna go and do it because at least I've got there's a reason for you to be treating me in this way and be able to, and, and you saying these things to me, because um, it's not fair that I'm having to hear this and deal with this. And actually I'm not the person out there doing something. So then it felt, then it started to feel like, well, are you cheating? And you're trying to say that I am so that you can cover your own tracks. So it, you know, it was, it was a mess. It was just a big mess. Um, so in, so being on the receiving end of, Somebody else who is still carrying that hurt with them and bringing that baggage with them was hard, hard work. And I wouldn't want, that's why we always say it's so, it's so important to work on yourself and turn up in a relationship on the best side of you and be yeah. the best version of you. And not just for that relationship in general, in everyday life, because, you know, the cracks will show if you haven't actually... Yeah. Yeah, healed and taken that time to work on you. So, yeah. See, I, I and I love that I you love said that. Said. See, I will say this. What people don't understand is cheating is a choice. Hmm. Nobody forces you to do it. Nobody pushes you into it. You're clearly unsatisfied with your relationship. So you're looking for something outside of the relationship to fulfill something that you're not getting in the relationship. Yes. Um. I will say this. See, what people don't understand about cheating is it's devastating for some people. Some people never bounce back. Some people do, but it takes a long period of time for them to do it. And um, the reason why I, I don't condone that type of behavior is clearly this. You're breaking someone when you do that. So when you cheat on them, majority of the time, the relationship ends. Sometimes the person will take you back, but... Most of the time, the relationship ends. So now what you've done is you've broken this individual that another person has to come along and fix. So now you've created more work for them. And I don't think that's fair to the next person. It's like, if you don't want to, if you're considering cheap, just break up with the person. Like Just break up with them. Because honestly, like, why would you want to leave a trail of bodies? And what I mean by that is, people that you've broken and hurt because of your bad and poor decision making think of put it this way if you cheat on them the amount of healing they're going to have to do the amount of self-reflection building back up their identity doing all of these things to get back to a place where they feel confident enough to trust and date again but because you made that decision you know what i mean you you you've damaged this other person and i'm not saying it in a negative way 
I'm saying you've damaged them in a sense where now they might not be able to trust, be able to open right. up, um, and you've broken someone for another person to fix. Yeah, absolutely. And I just wanted to touch on something you just said there was some people let uh, the let them back and say it because they say, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it. It was a mistake. I, you know, um, it was just in that spare of the moment minute mm -hmm. where actually cheating is not just a moment, is it? Because if you're no. going full blown into bed with somebody that there's a there's not just a minute behind that or a second behind no. that. There's many minutes and you can stop at any time. However, what I was going to say is if you if if the person feels and they're in that weak stage of of mm. themselves and they allow them to come back and stay with them then all that's going to happen is the person who's been cheated on will be constantly on the other person's back and every time they go out they're going to be there feeling like um on edge like what are they doing yeah. uh, um, and they'll probably be calling them a lot more often. And it affects their self-confidence and like and how they yeah. move forward in the relationship. Yeah, and they start they start acting. The person that's been cheated on starts acting shady in mm -hmm. the sense of they're always on edge because they're always wondering what are they doing. And that is not a nice trait to be carrying. Well, the relationship can never usually be the same after cheating. Now, no. look. Sorry, I was just going to say, you always say about a vase, cracking yeah. a vase and then putting it back together. It's not, you know, the cracks are still going to be there. Mm -hmm. And, and look, I, I will say this. Some people cheat, they make the mistake. Now, if the person chooses to take you back, now there's a lot of work that needs to be done. There's a lot of work. I would say counseling. I would say a few other things, but a lot of work needs to be done if you are going to take this person back. Because some people do, right? Some people love the person so much, but at the same time, they're like, look, like we need to work through like X, Y, and Z. Because again, the only reason why people cheat is because they're not getting fulfilled in the relationship. Yeah. Like, let's let, let's keep it honest. They're either not getting fulfilled physically or they're not getting fulfilled emotionally and that's why everything comes down to communication of what are you expecting from me yeah because I, if i don't know what it is then i can't i can't do it absolutely absolutely that's why communication is so important and i, I actually know somebody who um cheated and um the woman allowed the relationship mm -hmm. to, she loved, I mean, they loved each other deeply. And years, I'm talking like maybe 15, 20 years has gone past now, and they're still in a very solid relationship. See? So it worked. But I think because they had such a strong relationship beforehand, and whatever that moment was, or whatever that thing was that that person done in that time, and whatever they lost themselves within that time, I think he understood the deepness and understood what he was about to lose. So I think that sincerity and that knowing that purity from somebody that wants to actually move forward and between the two people, if you're in that place where you're, where you're, even though I'm saying a solid relationship, it couldn't have been, it must've come to something for it to have that breakdown and somebody mm. to cheat, but to get back on that ladder and be able to build again, um, it's not something you hear very often, to be honest. No, but it's interesting that you said that, though, because for her to take him back, he had to meet certain requirements. Yes, absolutely. Didn't just say, well, come back and everything will no. be fine. No, it's like. No, it took a lot. It they took a lot. It. Yeah, and they worked through it. They, they worked through it, but I'm saying, like, majority of the time, if we're looking at probable odds, most people won't take you back if you cheat. No. Like, absolutely. most people won't take you back. If you cheat, you're done. Yeah. Because now you've breached the, the thing of trust. Yeah. And it's funny, though, for the longest time, I always thought it was the, the, the physical cheating that's the worst. It's the emotional cheating that's the worst. Um, what a lot of people don't understand because it's what led up to the physical. You see what I'm saying? It's like yes. this person outside of our relationship was able to satisfy some type of emotional need that you needed which led to them feeling comfortable to then become physical with you you see what i mean so like that's like where it really hurts is the emotional 
um, part of it. Um, yeah. And it is, it's like that journey, isn't it? It's like you're taking, that person's going out and actually fulfilling somebody else's needs and then coming to you and acting as if like nothing, they haven't done anything. And I, and I think the, the, you know what, when it comes to cheating, I think the worst thing is you're not giving somebody the option. It's like, if you're gonna do that, go back and tell your partner because who has anybody to go and do that and then not give the other person the option to- Yeah, go be single. They... At that point, just tell the person. Yeah. Tell the person, and it's up to them. If they say, "Well, actually, I don't mind," then that's that's what it is. But it's always the other person won't. The person that cheated isn't going to say it because they fear that they're going to lose that person. Well, I'm sorry, but if you're going to cheat, then you've got to know that you are you're preparing to lose that person, and you must give yeah. that person that choice because you are going to have sexual interaction. And why should that person that or emotional you, interaction or yeah. emotional interaction? So why should that person have you around if you're doing something, um, dis you're being dishonest? Dishonest. Yes, yeah, not, like no one has the right to do that. So if you're going to cheat, then tell the person and give them that option. And it doesn't, you've got to take yourself out of the equation. It doesn't matter whether you fear or you feel, oh, I'm going to lose this or I'm going it to, it's not about you anymore. Not you've, about now, you anymore. you've now done something that the other person has to know about. They must know about it. You must mm. give them the option so they, so they, at least they are aware and it's their choice because you've done something and made a choice without, um, without speaking to them. So make it, make it be that you come back and tell this person so that they have their choices too. Don't take people's choices away is what I'm saying. I feel really strongly about that because I think it's, it's not for anybody to go and do that and carry on and um, have the other person think that everything's hunky-dory and still doing all the things that they would do for you and be the way they are towards you and you're going out and, and fulfilling somebody else's emotional or sexual needs. Yeah. And I just don't agree with that in any way, shape or form. I agree. 